Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello everyone and welcome to 100 Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers, and today we're bringing a 2022 AFC East Division Preview. Now I can't do these by myself. You know, we've been covering all these divisions over the past few weeks. We're done with the NFC, now we're going on over to the AFC, the East and, of course, my co-host each and every single Monday is the one, the only madman, Mark Mancini. Welcome back to the show, sir. How you doing? It's always a pleasure to get into Dixie and talk football with you on Monday. A little madness, man. I am revved up. Yes, sir. It's going to be a great hey, – NFL, college, all of the football world is finally back in full swing. I'm excited for it, man. And once again, if you guys are excited for football, who do you think is going to win this division? Drop a comment on Facebook, YouTube, or on our podcast links on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or if you're listen to podcasts. And we will surely appreciate it. We'd see all of your comments. We interact with the fans because without you, none of this would be possible. Well, Mark, we are week one, finally almost done with the NFL. And, man, the AFC East shaping up to be a pretty solid division. Let's talk about these Buffalo Bills, the team that helped kick it off on uh, earlier this week, man. What a year so far they've had, man, how dominant they look. What do you like about Buffalo so far? How do you think they're going to fare out the rest of the season? Well, first of all, if I need to go back east, and I need to book an airline ticket with American or Delta or one of these uh, airlines, I don't really need to do that. I can hop on Josh Allen's football. He can get me back east in a hurry. And let me tell you, I don't put the Buffalo Bills is what they're going to do this season. I call it the revenge tour. After that loss in the playoffs to Kansas City, they went out and they stacked up. And they brought in Vaughn Miller. And unbelievable. And and I'm still trying to figure out if Jalen Ramsey's in Stephon Diggs' back pocket because – the Bills went into SoFi Thursday, and they took the Rams apart, and they sent a message to the NFL. We mean business, and Buffalo is going to be a tough team to, to corral this year. I don't look yeah. for anything short of the Super Bowl with these guys. Yeah, Buffalo looked just downright impossible to defend, man. They looked great. Like you said, Allen threw for almost 300 yards. Uh, the running game was looking pretty good as well, over 100 there. Stephon Diggs was doing phenomenal work. 
and the Rams just couldn't get out the gate. They really they just struggled uh, week one. They we all know the issues with the running game. Stafford didn't look the cleanest, but man, you're not kidding. Buffalo is on a revenge tour. That was a huge win. A lot of people had this game a lot closer, but 31-10, I mean, the Bills just blew the doors off of them. The secondary wasn't working for the Rams. They just could not corral Josh Allen and this team. And like you mentioned, Von Miller had a great day for himself uh, coming back, facing his whole team, got two sacks. And I will say the haircut's a little bit questionable, but the on-the-field play is still as great as ever, even as he gets a little bit older. But yeah, man, Buffalo is looking tremendous so far one week into the season. I can't wait to see how they progress rejuvenated Vaughn Miller and, beat, and, and get beat in your backyard. Uh, that was a clear-cut message, beating them in double digits to, to take out the Rams, the, the Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Rams are shaking it off, saying it's only one game. But um, Buffalo is not looking at it as one game. They're looking at it as this is the blueprint, huh? You take out good teams. And boy, did they take them out. And, and, and I'll tell you, when you looked at that game in the first half, they could have put up 50 on the Rams. They really could have. And it was insane to watch, man. And like you said, the ring, the, the Rams were excited getting their ring ceremony. And then all that just to just to get beat like that, opening the season. You know they're hoping to get a, a win in week two, get a little bounce back win. But hey, it remains to be seen what the Rams will do. But so far, man, the Bills are looking solid as a rock. Well, let's move on over to the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, tough loss for them, 24-9 against Baltimore this past week. Um, how do you think the Jets are going to rock with this upcoming season? We know that Zach Wilson will be there for a few games. Uh, Joe Flacco standing in. How will they How will they do uh, this upcoming season, Mark? Well, the first thing you got to do is keep Zach Wilson away from his mom's friends. <laughs> that's that's the first thing you want to do. That's the first one. Make sure. Make sure if there's any parties or anything, keep him completely around. I, I don't know. I look at Zach Wilson like I look at uh, Trey Lance. I mm-hmm. mean, you saw what happened with the 49ers yesterday. I mean, why are you giving this guy a shot? I know you drafted him. You gave up high picks to get him. But go with the guy that won you, uh, you at least got you to the Super Bowl and Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, we got a, a a jet team that I think is 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 better off with you know Flacco there. Rough go of it yesterday. The Ravens are tough, and I've always said this about a Raven team: if you're going to open up a season against those guys, as long as the Harbaugh is coaching, you're going to have a problem. And and the Ravens just just relentless pursuit of putting these guys in their place. The Jets didn't look good at all, and they better right the ship because I got them in second in the division. But boy, almighty, oh what happened yesterday in New York is a travesty. Yeah. And you're not kidding, man. I, I mean, when you look at the stats, I'm sure Joe Flacco, I thought his arm was about to fall off. He threw the ball 59 times. That's, I mean, the running game, it wasn't like the running game was awful either, right? They ran for a combined 83 yards on 17 carries. I mean, get, feed those guys a little bit more. I mean, Michael Carter had a good, you know, 10 for 60, not too bad. Um, Brees Hall, 6 for 23. I mean, Flacco ain't young, man. I mean, this might affect him going into the week too because – Throwing the ball that much, and he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been a starter in a little while. But man, I I couldn't believe. It. I mean, Flacco, you know, threw for over three hundred yards, one touchdown, one int, uh, sacked three times, and but like you said, man, the defense was really what couldn't really get much going uh, for this Jets team. Gave up twenty four points. Lamar Jackson had a great day, over two hundred yards, three touchdowns for him. They did pick him off once, uh, but yeah, this Baltimore team just kind of ran away with it, uh, all in all, man. But 
Yeah, I don't know. The Jets just they just they just came out stumbling. I think they came out flat. Just nothing looked right. And I don't know if uh, you know. I know they got Mike White there. I believe still as another yeah. backup. I mean, if Flacco struggles again, I'm sure they're going to start him again week two. I mean, that if they if he struggles kind of the way he did, if they haven't thrown that much for God's sake, you might have to throw Mike White in there just to preserve his arm the half the rest of the season until Wilson comes back. Well, not only that, I think that when you looked at that game, the Ravens won on both sides of the ball in the trenches. I mean, they just kind of pushed the Jets around and the Jets couldn't get any sustain, any kind of pressure, uh, you know, and and that's it. And the the big key here is Lamar Jackson turning all that money down, betting on himself. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. The more and more I hear about these guys betting on themselves, I think of DeMarcus Cousins. In the NBA, who bet on himself and he didn't really get anything after he got injured. So, beware the Juan Sotos and the Lamar Jacksons. Yeah, like you said, it is a risky move uh, for Lamar to turn down all that money, going for himself, having hopefully, you know, hopefully for himself. Fingers crossed, a really good season so far, kicked it off great. Um, we'll see if it can continue. But yeah, man, these Jets, it ain't looking good. I don't think it's going to get much better uh, this upcoming week. I, I mean, I, I just don't see it. Yet. All I say, though, man, just give the running backs the ball more. They were the kind of the, the bright spot in this team. I, I like I, said, I know Flacco has the great 300 yards, but, my God, he threw the ball 60 times. I would hope he'd get 300 yards on that. But, yeah, the depth, you know, especially with, um, you know, Soleil being the, the, the defensive guru who they hired, still hasn't really clicked with it yeah. yet. I don't know if it's the pieces. I don't know if it's the scheme. I'm not sure. But if I'm the Jets, man, I'm not hitting that panic button yet. It's week one. But I'd want to see a stronger, more just a willpower, de- the determined team in week two. Uh, but it, like I said, it remains to be seen what these what this team's going to do. So far, not off to the hottest start in the league. And speaking of yeah. not coming off to the start, man, let's go to New England. What's going on with the Patriots? They they didn't look good at all this past they, week. They, they always seem to have problems in Miami. Mm. I don't know if it, it's less potassium. Maybe you're going to have more bananas down there in that. <laughs> warm tropical weather or whatever, but Patriots stumbled and, you know, uh, it doesn't get any better for them in week two uh, going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. I was surprised with Mac Jones in the crew. I thought they'd have more of a, a team effort in, 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 in beating Miami, but uh, boy, I'll tell you, yeah, it's hard to see a, 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 a Belichick team not prepared to go into Miami and win this game. Yeah, and, and it was kind of weird. We all know that Jones, but uh, we learned he's dealing with a, a slight back injury. Doesn't like he's going to miss any time, hopefully, um, because, like I said, he is a good young quarterback. Uh, but, yeah, 21-30, 213, a touchdown, a pick. I mean, not the greatest day, but it wasn't like he was just being awful. Um, the running cord couldn't really get much going under 100 yards on 22 carries. You need them to step up, Harrison Stevenson. Um, receiving court, I'm still not sold on this receiving no. court yet, Mark. They, they don't got a true number one, really. Um, you know, Jacoby Myers led the way four catches for 55, but there's really not much of a, a big threat. I mean, Devontae Parker, I mean, that was your big true number one guy, and he only got one catch. Um, and as for the defense, like you say, he gave up 20 points week one. Um, Tyreek Hill just ran all over the place. He looked great. Um, his first his first game as a Dolphin, two will look really good too, right? Over 200, uh, 270 yards on the day. Kept it clean, one pick, or excuse me, one touchdown, no picks, um, and a pretty good passing rating also. Um, the running court, like I said, they were able to stuff the run, so that is their one kind of, you look at that as a positive. But, yeah, they just could not stop the passing attack with Tua, Tyreek, uh, Jalen Waddles, who had a good day. 
And I don't know, man. I mean, the, the Patriots, I mean, they like I said, they came out flat. They just couldn't get it done. And uh, Mike McDaniel got his first win as a Dolphins head coach, man. Well, and the problem is, like you alluded to earlier, that they don't have that true number one receiver, that that mm. Randy Moss type. They don't have that tight end in uh, uh, Kronkowski. So that's that's the problem there. And Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I like him. I think he's going to be a decade quarterback there in New England. But, you know, there's, there's just holes. The defense didn't really show me a lot. Uh, Miami, you know, uh, they, they made Tua uh, uh, look like Dan Marino. And they looked, they, them, those wide receivers kind of looked like uh, Mark Duper and uh, Mark Clayton. Yeah, you're not kidding, man. And and also, two the turnover battles, what killed them, yeah. too. They have three, uh, two of those being fumbles, one pick. Uh, and, and that's what really hurt them in this game. And I guess we'll go over and talk about the Dolphins now, the team who beat them uh, a little bit more. But, yeah, like I said, I think two will look great. Uh, week one kind of, you know, some of the guys who were saying that he might not be the quarterback. He looked great week one. Um, we'll see if he, it can continue. But I liked how this Dolphins team played. They played good. They played aggressive. They went forward a lot. Um, and it looks like they're not going to be a conservative type of ball club. I mean, you saw McDaniels, he, he's not afraid to, to really go out there and push it uh, when maybe a lot of other teams might punt or might not go for it. He's not going to be scared, man. He's going for it. Well, the problem with the Dolphins is they're, they're, they kind of remind me of the UCLA Bruins out here. They, they start out the season like a bat out of hell. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, towards the end of the year, they can't seem to win a game they need to get into the playoffs. I think their record in, in cold weather uh, under 30 degrees is like two and 20 something, yeah. but it's a dolphin team also that really hasn't had a quarterback since Dan Marino was there. We've seen a yeah. lot of guys come through there Tua is the next guy. Can Tua lead this team to a super bowl? Can he lead them deep in the playoffs? I don't know. He's a small type of quarterback. And, and, and when you have small type of quarterbacks to me is, they have a hard time seeing over defenses. So that's going to be the key there. Um, there's a lot of hype in Miami. I think, you know, uh, the, the head coach that they let go uh, last year, that was a big mistake. And Pittsburgh picked them up as an assistant. So uh, th- this is a Dolphin team. I think you've got to really look at management or put somebody in charge that can really get it. It's a far cry from the Don Shula, far cry from the 14-0 and season of 72 and definitely the far cry since having a Dan Marino quarterback this team. Yeah, that, that's true also. But I think one thing that could help the Dolphins if they can continue to really put that defensive pressure on that we saw in week one, that's going to help them out tremendously if they do have uh, some struggles on offense. Uh, they got two sacks as a team. Brandon Jones looked phenomenal. Six passes defended, four tackles for losses a squad. So I think that defense could be a, kind of a sleeper team if it continues the way it did. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people – no one expected the, the Patriots to only get seven points on the board. I mean, you know, I, I, like I said, we talked about the receiver struggles. But, I mean, Matt Jones looked great last year. But I still think that, you know, they're still missing a few pieces from us seeing the Patriots of old. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mark, let's get into our final standing predictions. Um, like I said, we're already wait one week in. So do you see these changing a whole lot? Or how do you have your standings shaken out? Well, uh, I, I like Buffalo, and I, I don't think anybody's going to challenge Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out what the Jets are made out of. Usually after three, four weeks, we can find out where this thing shakes down. They got some big road games. One of them's in Pittsburgh, I think, in week four. It's going to be interesting. New England, on the other hand, uh, you know, you don't want to go down 0-2 in a division where you're chasing Buffalo. So that's going to be something. 
But I think the real surprise is, does Miami stay in the cellar, or they do they leapfrog uh, New England and get the uh, you know the, the Jets at second? That's going to be the thing right now. Uh, the interesting thing, but I really think nobody's challenging Buffalo in this division. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time: this show is presented by Bet Online. Yeah, I'm with you. I've still got Buffalo running away with the division, getting it in this one. Uh, I'm going to go second place. I think the Dolphins, I'll go with them. I just think that they came off to a hot start. We'll see if Tua can continue his success. For third, I'll go the Patriots just because, like you said, I don't – I mean, unless they pick somebody up at their receiver core, I don't really see it happening. Um, then fourth, I've got the Jets just, uh, you know, with Wilson being out for the time being, and I just didn't see much fire from him in week one. It ain't looking too good out there for the Jets, so I got them – and last, once again, in this division. But, like you said, who knows, man? It's still a young season, one weekend. We got a lot of football left to play. I know all of us here, Hundreds Football, and yourself, we're all going to be watching these games closely, analyzing, seeing who moves up, who moves down. And, hey, most importantly, man, football's back. And that's what we're here yeah. for. That's that's our bread and butter. And we are excited to give you weekly content, with game previews, standing updates like we're doing right now, predictions. Uh, a bunch of Legends interviews, uh, Legends specials as well, talking about some of the game's greatest players. And we do just a ton of amazing content, 15 to 20 episodes, give or take, per week. And like I said, we go live on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Check us out over there for our podcast as well as Apple Podcasts. We're going to be listening to podcasts. Over 1,000 episodes over there. And I- I've lost track, but well, well over 1,000 plus on Facebook and YouTube. I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. Once again, thank you once again to my special guest, Madman Mark Mancini, coming on, doing an AFC East Division preview. It's always a blast doing these with you, man. Picking your brain, seeing what you got going on. I've been your host today, Logan Landers. Y'all have a great day, a great week. Enjoy some football in week two, and we will talk to you again on another live episode. We'll see you soon. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on, and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.